0: hey what is up thank you again for tuning in to remotely social this is the second episode of the quarantine arc on this episode we're having my friend jake jake is a friend from college and i wanted to speak to him about this topic like the whole black lives matter thing going on right now with the protests, as well as like some of the looting and the situation that we got on with the police because i felt like jake would have an interesting perspective because he is the son of a cop. And it was an interesting conversation. Like Him being the son of a cop, he understands what cops go through on a day-to-day basis because he hears the stories from his father. But on the same side, he's also pro the movement. So he understands where like, minorities and black people are coming from when it comes to this topic of discussion and he isn't against it. So I, I thought it would be a good idea to get his opinion. And the conversation was a good conversation. It was it felt much more heavy having this conversation with him, even listening back on to this conversation. There was a lot of times where I was stuttering and yammering just because of the fact that these are things that are going on and sometimes they are tough to speak about, but I feel like these conversations should and need to be had. Yeah, it's important to talk about these things just so we know how other people are feeling about these issues and how we can move forward from there. On this episode of Remotely Social, we discussed the police social media activism, and just everything all around the moment that we're living in right now. And now, we will be starting the Remotely Social Podcast, The Quarantine Arc, Episode 2, Poisonous Apples. man so it's um it's a rough world out there how are you feeling about things right now like everything going on with um black lives matter with the police and um protests looting uh rioting how do you feel about all these things yeah
1: it's interesting it's interesting
0: because
1: i grew up in a cop family so I see, I see why, like, they might be too quick to, to pull a trigger or to reach for a gun.
0: Mm-hmm. Why is that? I, I, I kind of want to hear about that because, like, for me, I didn't grow up around cops. So I have, in my mind, it's kind of like your, your job is to protect and serve. And understandably, it is a dangerous job. But I feel like they should be trained to, to not have that be... The, right. first, uh, the first, yeah, the thought,
1: first thought, the first reaction. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So, I mean, for my dad saying it, he, oh, how do I explain it? His point of view is that sometimes they get calls where someone says, you know, a suspicious looking person who, yeah, it is around my neighborhood. They might have a gun. I think I saw something. So, if they get a fake call. Mm-hmm. And they're already in the mindset that okay, this person has a gun, they might shoot at me. So their first instinct is to look for a gun. Yeah, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, that's one of them. Another is they always want to put the person in handcuffs. So if a person's were you know re- uh, being resistant to being put in handcuffs, yeah, it, it probably would come up more for them to bring out a gun to subdue that person. You know. Hmm. So. I mean, I'm sure there's more reasons why. Uh, maybe I can think of something. Oh yeah, so I see from that side, you know, like okay, the officers are just looking out for their safety. They want to go home too, mm-hmm. so they would rather probably do the shooting than be the one shot. You know? Yeah. So I I see the side of of the police officer, but also, you know, someone from their skin color should not be automatically assumed in the wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so. I I want everything to be equal. I don't want to see a white person, you know, get away with something because of their skin color and not, you know someone else because their skin's darker they get fruit, you know? Yeah. So that's why I'm sympathetic towards that cause because I want everything to be fair and to be equal.
0: Yeah. Or you know,
1: or, you know, just people living happily or without judgment. So that's why I'm more towards the people who are being persecuted against right now because it's not fair we live in a a modern world where everybody should be able to have the same
0: like rights freedoms liberties yeah and it's ridiculous it's crazy too because it happens way too many times with just specifically black people be it man or woman like exactly sandra bland woman was just driving i think she was like driving from school or like she worked on a college campus and she was just driving from there cop, cop uh oh, sorry go ahead Save your um cop came up to her and things escalated and became very um he got very aggressive with her and eventually it led to him using excessive force and she ended up dying in prison and like what it's it's ridiculous it, it happens way too many times off way too many times where it's like a cop and a black person and The way I see it, I think the way cops look at Black people is very—it's in a a very negative light. Like I feel like when cops look at Black people, they kind of look at them as if they're they're the other, they're the enemy, and we need a we need to handle them how we need to handle them. Not these are people that have rights and need to be protected too. And and it's
1: like this. this, Yeah. Can I butt in? Yeah, go ahead. It's like the the same people, you know, have children who come who become cops. And they have the same mindset as yes. their parents who might be a little racist mm-hmm. or you know so that just it's it's history it's n- no change it's the same every year every year people get mad something terrible happens to someone of a different color we protest and then it goes back to the same shit that has been already so that's why i also think it's super like unfair about what's happening it's like they're not changing anything the, the police they go through training six months there they go through training and then they get a gun and then they get to go out in the field and then they're told these things about these neighborhoods about these people who live there mm-hmm. and it's ingrained in their head that they should definitely pull their gun first before anybody else you no know? definitely and, and they so come out why... of ten like when you yeah. should
0: be out of three just investigating and find out what the situation is in the neighborhood exactly. but you come
1: out ready to grab your gun in the first and you three come minutes. out ready to blame someone else you know a different person
0: Mm -hmm.
1: who might look different from you so yeah i think that's that's ridiculous
0: no it's crazy and it's funny that you brought up the six months of training i was talking to my friend lewis earlier he's in the he's in the military and he was telling me the same thing like cops have six months of training and in a lot of these different um like it depends on what county you're in obviously but you have to meet a certain requirement to be a cop right Mm -hmm. and a lot of places you don't have to like keep those requirements if you have to run a certain amount of miles, if you have to do a certain amount of push up, be able to do a certain amount of push ups. In two years, you don't have to be able to do the same shit. In three you know, years, in fifteen wow. years, you don't have to be able to do the same shit. Not in every Kef- county; oh, some wow. of them make you redo them. Sorry to keep, um. Yeah, on. no, no, no. But I, I in a lot say, of places like that, dude. Because
1: like I, last year or two years ago, I, I went to a Yankee playoff game, and yeah. it was packed. It was like a rival, and I saw this like fat, out of shape cop. Who He had his hat off, he huh. was hanging on the railing, and I'm like, yo, I don't think this guy would protect, it could be able to protect me if anything bad happened. Word. And I just imagine that type of guy, that attitude, where if he saw something that he didn't like from someone of a person of color, he might go ahead and, and, and shoot them instead of running.
0: Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? What other options does he have? Like, if you're an out of shake cop, and you have to catch somebody who's booking it,
1: then you're it's going to be let me shoot you know instead of just calling in reinforcements
0: say where they're going Mm -hmm. and i think the same thing applies like not necessarily out of shape but i feel like a lot of cops rather than like take the the way to so look at it the way i guess i look at it um if you're talking about like the case with george floyd the most recent thing that happened in uh, minneapolis
1: in minneapolis yeah yeah
0: this man like walked up to him, and in the videos, George never seemed aggressive. Like he was always, like he was probably pissed off. He probably said a few things. We, don't, I don't know. I wasn't there, but he was never yeah. aggressive with the cop. But the cop was much shorter than him, and probably looked at this man as an immediate threat as soon as he walked in. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah, I see it. And like that's that's the reaction to, to somebody that they see as a threat. They don't. It doesn't seem like cops are really. well, these specific cops are assessing the situation.
1: Mm-hmm. They're just going, mm-hmm. "Oh,
0: this man is like six, whatever. I'm five seven, probably. I gotta subdue this man in the most in the most effective way I can,
1: yeah, and sometimes it's too aggressive to get them back,
0: yeah, it's like it's mm-hmm. his literally knee on the man's neck pressing against the the dude couldn't breathe who called out yeah. for his mother, who wasn't even fucking there. It's insane. nine yo
1: for nine minutes nine minutes, bro.
0: And then, did you see the bullshit where they were like, he didn't die from asphyxiation, the um, police coroners, they said? Yeah, that's bullshit. From the department? I literally, I was talking to my friend Lewis about this this morning. He brought that up. He was like, they didn't even die from asphyxiation. And then, I was scrolling through Facebook today, and I saw an article from ABC News. The family had a private autopsy done, and it showed that he died from asphyxiation of having his hands put in the position they were from being handcuffed the man's knee on his neck and his palm on his back he couldn't breathe he died yeah. because out of asphyxiation but the the police department's uh coroner or um whoever did the autopsy was like no nope, that's not what killed him Damn.
1: i i actually asked my dad about this
0: and what, yeah uh, what what are his thoughts
1: Yeah, so he said you know to if you have to restrain somebody if you have to put them in uh in, in handcuffs mhm you you do it like, as strong as you can until they're in the handcuffs. Yeah. And that's when you lay on. That, that's when you, uh, you know... You ease up. He's back because you, you already got him in handcuffs. My dad said it was inexcusable for nine, eight to nine minutes mm-hmm. with t- a, a knee on the neck when he was already in handcuffs. You were you had four cops there. You didn't need to... Not at so all. Wrong. So, yeah, my dad didn't, did not uh, agree with that.
0: How but is he wrong. reacting to, like, everything else like i mean everything around it like with all the the protests and all the social media i'm very curious to how like um cops are handling it because obviously like not all cops are cops that go out and murder black people but i feel like in some ways some cops do enable it and there's cops that don't enable it yeah how how specifically how's your dad
1: reacting to this stuff i think he's um oh he's frustrated because he's proud that he was a cop yeah and he loves the fact that he was, mm-hmm. and he doesn't like seeing them, you know, they have the, the job of being a police officer is tough, regardless of, of anything, it's tough. So he hates to see like these guys going through right now, you know, with all these people saying hateful things. Mm-hmm. But then again, he sees these incidences and he sees what's happening and he knows that's wrong, regardless. Right of the color it's wrong and mm-hmm. the fact that they're doing it to a specific group of people is is not a good thing
0: yeah and it's more so than that too yeah it's, it's more than that because this is happening so much where it's like there's so many i bet there's m- much more cases where you'll see a situation like george floyd where a, cop, oh, I that. where a cop is doing this shit to somebody and the other cops are over there watching him and none of them have the mind to be like yo ease up it's a brotherhood, man. They they will watch each other's backs if one's doing the wrong. We we've all heard of like the the bad apple um explanation, right? Like it's not yeah. all cops; it's a couple of bad apples. How do you how do you feel about that? Because me personally, the way I the way I describe it to my roommate is, have you have you eaten a bad apple before, Jake? Like a, a apple that was a little rotten. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, you have. Um, How'd you feel afterwards? Like, it tasted kind of bad. Um, Like, how it did it make you it. feel? Uh-huh.
1: I mean, I was annoyed that I ate it, but I moved on, you know?
0: Yeah. Did that apple kill you, though? No. Yeah, these cops aren't bad apples. They're poisonous apples. Yeah. Get them off the branch.
1: Yeah. Bro, I read that this guy... <laughs>
0: these, I, app- I, these apples are killing people.
1: I agree, 100%. I read that this cop in Minneapolis, yeah, uh, who, who killed George Floyd, he had like 18 prior, uh, oh my God, what's the word? Like
0: uh, complaint, complaints, complaints against mm-hmm.
1: him in 19 years. That's um, on, that's one every year, and this yeah. guy was still on the force and still able to be out there to yeah. do this type of shit. Where's the person being like, hey, we gotta, you know, get this guy to? Get out of here, you know, retire or kick him out, fire him from the police force. Like Mm -hmm. there's nobody doing that. And that's why these incidences are going to keep happening if nobody is is in check.
0: No. Yeah, definitely. It's almost like they like the cops are the ones who enforce the law. And now it's to the point where especially like this cop in Minneapolis, he probably felt like he was above it. I don't think that's a legal thing to do as a cop to put your knee on somebody's
1: neck. I don't know what was going through that guy's mind. I I don't know how someone, any human being, regardless, how they could do that to someone else and think that that was okay, and it wasn't a problem.
0: It's ridiculous. I also think it's Mm -hmm. crazy
1: that. Did you see this one? That the one police officer who wasn't like holding him down, but he wasn't helping and he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. He was like the one just standing there. Like he looked like he knew something was going bad, but he Mm -hmm. wasn't doing anything to stop it. Like that guy should be fired too because it's like, that's your job bro your your judgment you're seeing another man kill someone mm-hmm. and you're just turning your back and acting like you don't see it. just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's, a, it's not happening yeah. you know and no. like this is on camera these two like the, the guy that the the police officer that was kneeling on him he looked at the camera i'm like even if you you like he must have had so much rage and was ready to do this that mm-hmm. he committed to it you know on camera like bro. he needs to be held accountable
0: no, it's wild. And it's it's like that blue wall of silence thing again. It's like, okay, he's doing something wrong. And we know he's doing something wrong. But we're just going to... We're not going to say anything because it's easier to just let it happen. Yeah. To let it fade away. What do you think about social media activism?
1: People pushing, like... uh Yeah, rioting or people pushing more of like change, change.
0: Just the activism in general. So you can talk about whichever aspect. Mm -hmm. We can talk. We can talk about whichever aspect, whichever aspects come to mind and like how you're you're feeling. It's hard
1: for me to to cipher through who's actually being genuine in like their beliefs or if they're just saying it to keep you know people around. I agree. To keep people on them, you know, because they believe in the same thing um but
0: uh nah. yeah
1: mm-hmm. I, it, it's hard for i guess no it's not it, it, if if you believe that everybody should be equal then you should be posting non-stop about how, how you yeah how you feel if you feel strongly about it you should be able to to say what you want free speech so if you want to post a lot about it be my guest yeah. what, I see like someone post one thing and then they never post Mm -hmm. again and they only post, you know, they go back to the original stuff, you know. So if you're not super passionate about it, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you don't have to speak about it all the time.
0: Now, I, the way I look at it, especially when it comes with the posting, I try, because I've been seeing a lot of people post stuff like, Um, I notice my white Mm. friends who haven't been posting on social media, and this means that you're enabling the problem. And if you're not saying anything, you are a part of the problem. I think there's a good intent with that. But I feel like there's better ways to handle these situations. Like, just because a person isn't posting on social media doesn't mean that they're not helping in other ways. Like, me personally, I've posted about three things, and I've decided I'm not going to, like, post memes because everybody else is doing that. So, like, if the people I follow or if I see an interesting video where I feel like somebody's making good poignant points, I'll post those things. But I don't want to be the type of person who's just, like, posting the next meme that has the same statistic that has, like, um, that, that's just spreading people to, to get people to feel like I'm a good person. Gotcha. Like, and also, along the same line, when people are just, like, talking, when people are shaming other, trying to shame others passive-aggressively into, into um supporting this cause, I don't think that's the way to do it. Like, we've been hearing for years about how, like, fat shaming and slut shaming doesn't work. I don't think that shaming people into about um, a specific cause that's going on right now, I don't think shaming somebody for not posting is going to work. And especially since you don't know what this person is doing outside of social media. You know what I mean? Like social media isn't necessarily real life. I don't look at my social media as if it's an extension off of my real life. I look at it as a place for me to like post something that I find interesting or funny or goofy. Honestly, every once in a while. But I see that people are just it kind of there. There's an, a bit of an annoyance that I get when people are literally calling people out on um, social media to get to try to get them to say something. Because at the end of the day, that's not gonna work. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, man. I th- see that. This is my struggle. You know? Yeah. Like I, as a as a white person, mm-hmm. I don't want to you know offend anybody by posting it so much like in your face you know yeah like i i am so supportive of it i'm mm-hmm. I, I might go to a rally after this you know yeah but i i don't want to shove it down people's throats i know everybody's doing it and i don't want to be another person just throwing shit at other people you know like it's depressing yeah it's in. Imp- I, I want mm-hmm. people to be active and and and, and, no, and want to change but i don't yeah i don't want people to be like depressed about it and not knowing you know how how to react
0: no i hear you i think the best thing a person can do honestly and i think the most responsible thing a person can do is help how they feel like they can and i think honestly for me personally unless you're sharing like i've seen a lot of people share um links to specific places where people can donate i think that's dope yeah or sharing links to how um, a person, a places where a person can like look online and educate themselves. I think that's dope, but I'm tired of seeing somebody like post about their their white guilt. Like black people don't care how guilty white people feel. We want to yeah. see mm-hmm. if you if you are down for the cause and about the cause. We want to see you or hear about you doing something. But I'm if I read another post where I hear this time has got me to, to be able to look in the mirror. And see that I am privileged in this way. It's like, okay, bro, you have that privilege, yes. And in, in different, in separate contexts, we each have our own privilege. Like if mm-hmm. I go to, if me and you go to Ghana, I have a, I have a privilege there. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. And in the U.S., there's a privilege that white people have, depending on where they are. But if you, all you're going to do is talk about that privilege and post beams, it's like you're not doing anything. Yeah, literally, you're not doing anything. you you might as well just say nothing. You're you're if and the most you're doing is spreading awareness, maybe. But if you're posting the same shit that everybody else is posting, how much awareness are you really spreading? Yeah, and if it's super long worded, who's gonna read all that? Exactly, and that's the thing. And I've seen a lot of posts like that. And like, no shame to those who are posting it. If that's how you, f- if that's what's making you feel better, I guess post it. But your time could be spent doing something else. I rather a person post nothing on social media but donate to a few charities mm-hmm. than. Have a person just start posting a shit ton on social media, but but outside of that, do nothing. It's like you're not. It's like people are trying to absolve themselves of their white guilt. Yeah, black people don't care that you feel guilty. Yo, dead. Nobody should
1: care. Nobody should care how you feel. I'm not.
0: Yeah, like I don't look look at white people and go. I don't look at white people and go. You should feel guilty for being white. That's insane. But it. But their reaction is almost as if black people are saying that to them, or people are saying that to them.
1: Dude, yeah, the way that pe- some people think sometimes it's just like so selfish, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it's the way that you said, like, oh, you just sweep it under the rug, you know? Like you post about how you see, you see it, you know, and then yeah, you, that's all you post. And I got it like, out of the way today. Yeah,
0: I posted it, so now I'm now I'm a good person, right? It's like it doesn't feel a lot of the time. It doesn't feel like people are posting or even like saying these things because they feel this way. It seems as if they're posting it. To be a part of the right side.
1: Oh, uh-huh. oh my God, yes, yes.
0: And that's why it's a big part of me. Is just like, let me just let me just stay silent. Let me support how I can, because for me personally, we don't. I, you know, I, I haven't been out really because of COVID. We don't really know what the fuck is going on. We don't know if this shit could boost in the next week or so.
1: That's the craziest part.
0: Yeah and it's like i don't want to risk my life so i i found different ways to help where i can like i've po- i've donated to a few charities here and there um like i said as far as like me posting with social media i've posted things that i felt like there were people who've had good points like i've posted killer mike's um speech that he had um a couple of days ago and i posted um this video by one of the comedians that i listened to andrew schultz that had like a whole like 5 minute segment of him talking about um He was talking about what happened with uh, Central Park Karen and um, Mm. the whole George Floyd thing. And he made a lot of good points. And I was like, people should see this. But at the end of the day, are are people really paying attention? If they are or if they aren't, like, then at least I did something else, like donating.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Just... You don't have to be the one posting 30 times a day.
0: You don't. And you don't have to be, and you also don't, shouldn't be the person shaming others that you don't see posting because like, you don't know what the fuck they're doing. They could be marching. They could be out there in the streets right now. They're just not sharing it on social media because they don't feel the need to.
1: But also, like, I'm, I'm working. So I got home yeah. at 5 o'clock, you know, and they were already protesting in the city. So there's not much time for me to, to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, no. And I'm not saying, like I said earlier, I think I think those who feel the need to go out there and help, or if those who feel like they want to help, and I think that's a lot of people. I think a majority of people, as I said earlier, I think people's hearts are in the right place. I think yeah. you should be able to help in whichever way you're comfortable helping. Not everybody's in a good financial place right now. So maybe just posting links to places where others can donate is helping. Or maybe helping would be, um, like, if you believe in this thing and then you have people in your family who don't believe in this thing, having a conversation. I'm not saying start an argument. I'm saying having a conversation, showing these people the other side.
1: That helps. And seeing their their perspective as yeah, to Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think there needs to be a, a lot more conversations had. I think, especially on social media, it's just people posting things at each other and nobody's really, like, listening. Yeah, it's like if you have 200 followers,
1: you know, what are you, what audience are you reaching? Yeah, at the end of the you day. You might as well just do something more meaningful and actually help
0: the mm-hmm. cause
1: instead of just posting it on the internet and trying to show that you care.
0: Yeah, and if you see somebody who's, like, talking shit that you know and, like, who you feel like is being insensitive or whatever, rather than subbing them on social media, how about you hit that person up? Especially if it's somebody you know, talk to them because you just mm-hmm. out – Because a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people just out others right now, and it's like, you're only making that person feel more entitled in their opinion.
1: And you're, yeah, and you're like, "Mm, oh no, not not of mine. Nah, go ahead, say it. Nah, it's like they're, uh, then they're picking fights at people just to pick the fight. No, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, they're just trying to start fights to, like, make this thing get crazier.
0: How's your family, just in general, been handling this? Like, is it is it a big topic of conversation for y'all?
1: Um, I mean, I talked about it to them for, like, the last two days. I mean, only, mm-hmm. it only really started, what, last week, I guess, when the news came out about it?
0: Yeah, it started about last week, but people started marching. I want to say, like, Thursday or Friday. The marching started relatively um, recently. Oh, yeah, I think it was Friday. Yeah, I, I mean... We're we've always been like
1: that wasn't that that situation shouldn't have happened yeah I mean and uh, the same thing with the mod from uh, Georgia
0: yeah Mod Arbery yeah His, like that Ahmad. case is super
1: fucked up because nothing yeah. was gonna happen until that video came out which okay yeah and also that video is a little weird like. Right mm-hmm. when they're about to run, when, when a mob's running towards the truck, like, it, it goes away, and then it comes back when they're already fighting. Like, what is happening in that time, you know?
0: Yeah, no clue.
1: Like, that's why I definitely know they did it, because they fucking hid the camera. <sighs> so, yeah, I, I think that's off. But my, my family just, I mean, we, we've always been, you know, more progressive family thinking yeah. fairness. So, it's always our reaction to be like, okay, that was kind of wrong. Like, in, I, I, in this case with the police, it, it was super wrong, you know? So everybody's been pretty much on the same page about how we feel about it. That, yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. It's pretty straightforward, to be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, 100%. And it's it's funny because, like, we're having these conversations, but then at the, at the same token, it's like, I don't know the answer. We just you know yeah, I mean? It's, it's like, just
1: based off of how we think.
0: Yeah, it's like, yo, this is how we feel. Definitely, but... I don't know how to change things. So it's like, at the end of the day, what what really is the answer? Who knows? But I do know one thing. Like, there's, there's black people dying. And at the hand of the cops, it's been happening for years. A lot of the time, people just try to, like, throw stats at you. Like, only this amount of black people die in a year from police. And this amount of white people have died in a year from police. But it's like, at the end of the day, if one person is dying in a year where they could have been alive if the cop wasn't negligent because at the end of the day if you want to pull up like george floyd or if you want to pull up brianna taylor these cops were literally negligent like they they were not doing the job their jobs the way that their jobs should have been done if that's happening that's a problem and that's a problem that needs to be solved if you're nursing you're being negligent and it leads to somebody's death you'll go to jail one and obviously you'll lose your ability to practice nursing. If some, if another nurse sees you being negligent, they'll get the same punishment as you, just from seeing that happen.
1: For real?
0: Yeah. You can't just kill like, like when it's, um, when it's not other positions besides like the, uh, the police. You can't just kill people. No, you can't. It's, it's fucked up. Even in the military, my friend I was talking to earlier is in the military. He was telling me. Well, if you're in a foreign country at war, the only way you can shoot somebody, a citizen of that foreign country, the only way you can shoot them is if they shoot shoot at you first That's yeah. the only way and it's fucked up where we're fighting we're we're fighting wars in these countries, and we're treating the citizens of these countries better than our police is treating our citizens,
1: yeah, and they're supposed to protect and serve.
0: It's like, yeah. Who are you protecting? Who are you serving? Especially that dude, that whatever Derek Chauvin, like who the the, the, the dude that murdered George Floyd. Who oh, was yeah, he? Derek
1: Derek Chauvin or whatever.
0: Yeah. Who was he protecting? Who was he serving?
1: Exactly. That was not a help to anybody, and it made no sense. And it made everything. Well, no, I mean actually, it's good that it happened because now we know this. Like th- this problem is back, and it's yeah. in the spotlight, and now it like. I think th- this has to be the time to to change it. Like maybe this all happened for re- no. I don't think that's true, actually. No, this should mm-hmm. see. I'm back and forth. Like it shouldn't have happened, but it happened, and now we have to to change it, you know, so that it doesn't happen again.
0: Yeah, I mean sometimes. But there's been too many. Yes, these hopefully... last couple of years. No, I agree. Hopefully, this um unfortunate situation can breed something positive. Yeah.
1: Which is what I think people with a good heart actually want to happen.
0: No, I agree. I, I saw agree.
1: that uh, that's what his brother said. The guy that passed away? George. Oh. George Floyd? Yeah. His brother was like, we don't want you to burn buildings and shit. We just want you to, uh, what's it called? Yeah, to, to use his brother's death as a way to
0: get rights for everybody. Alright, dude. Um this is pretty much the last of it. The way we're gonna end this off is uh what are your final thoughts? What are my final thoughts? Final thoughts on this whole subject, on what's going on currently.
1: Yeah, I mean I I think it has to happen. It has mm-hmm. to happen. Things have to change. The yeah the way that police are are taught has to change and i i mean i don't want looting to go on just because they want it to do that's because people want to Mm -hmm. but i think you know it's important to show like this problem is not going to go away in a few days and the government's going to sweep it under the rug like things will have to be implemented and there will have to be changes you know yeah and we're gonna have to see them before we just let this topic go we shouldn't let it go but
0: no, I agree. That might happen. Well, I don't know. Yeah, man. Nah, it's tough. Thanks, um, thanks again for having this conversation with me. I really appreciate it. Word. Well, I'm honored that you picked me to be a part of it, man. Thank you so much for listening to the conversation. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Feel free to reach out to me on the Instagram, Remotely Social Pod. Let me know your thoughts. If you'd like to get on, let me know. I Super interested in having more and more people on just to discuss things that are going on in life currently for this arc. Our next episode will be out next Thursday. It'll be out, um, I'd say somewhere around the afternoon time. As of now, the next episodes that are going to be coming up week by week for the rest of the arc will be focusing mainly on my friends' experiences with COVID-19 and the quarantine I'd love to make more episodes like the ones that you have just listened to. And we'll see if more people are interested in doing so. And if so, then I'll start putting out more and more episodes about these topics as well. Thank you again for listening. See you next week.